You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. You're listening to the Weekly Business Hour, and this is Rick Schisler, a Silver Fox advisor and the founder of OneBestConsult.com. Welcome to today's show. I think we have a very interesting show for you today. We're going to start off today, and we're going to have a special segment. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about OneBestConsult.com. I'm going to have our administrator join us because I want to get the information out about what's happening at OneBestConsult.com. What's OneBestConsult.com about? And it's really about you as a small business owner, having a place to come and get all kinds of information in a format that's easy to understand, simple, and totally designed to help you grow your business, build a better and stronger business for you and your families. We also have a lot of interesting other things going on. I've got a great expert guest new to the show coming in. Bob Bamberg is going to join us. Bob is the is an author, speaker, a personal cybersecurity instructor, and he's also the chief technology officer at Lone Star Network Communications. Cybersecurity, it's a huge issue. Uh, in the last couple of months during our segments about technology and small business, we touched on cybersecurity and the threat to small businesses that comes through the internet to everybody's business computer setup. And Bob's going to provide a little bit of information today about passwords, and we're going to continue hopefully in a series over the next two or three months, giving you information that'll help you hopefully prevent from being ripped off by cyber thieves. And I'll close out today's show with my tip of the week. Oh, no, I have to hire. Uh, this will be first in a series of tips, uh, videocast, blogs that I'm doing for the next 30 days or so about hiring the right people so your business can grow with the biggest asset we have, and that is our people, our employees. So an important start uh, and start to an important segment, uh, I believe, about hiring, caring for, promoting, and when it comes terminating relationships with our employees. So I encourage you, sit back, grab your pad and pencil, get ready to take notes as we talk about business right here on the weekly business hour. Uh, I want to take a second, though, and thank our show sponsor. It means so much to me to have great show sponsors. And right now, AllegraHR.com, that's A-L-E-G-R-E-H-R, stands for human resources.com. It's a website uh, that you can go and get information about and reach out and talk to the people at Allegra. They offer all kinds of advice, and I should say they offer advice on all kinds of subjects, all the subjects related to human resources, from hiring to developing people to termination, benefits, all you need to know about your employees and your human resources. Recognizing that many small businesses are just not large enough to have their own HR department, but it is such an important issue in the life cycle of a business that you need someone you can turn to when you need help. I encourage you, take a look at Allegra, A-L-E-G-R-E-H-R.com. They're there when you need them to help you with your human resources. Also, a reminder, during the show or after the show at any time, if you have a question, a comment, if you have a business question about your own business, you can send it right here at the station, if you'd like, to my email. That's Rick, R-I-C-K, at Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, or make a note, you can call me direct at OneBestConsult.com, and that's 832-699-2132. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your comments. I'd like to receive questions about your own business and see if I can point you in a direction to solve the issues that you have in your own business. So, great time. Don't forget, the Weekly Business Hour is Montgomery County and businesses throughout the world. This is where they come to talk about business. We provide business news, ideas to improve your business, and to hear from some of our own local business leaders on how they have found success right here in Montgomery County, Texas. And a reminder, if you hear something today that uh, you want to re-listen to or re-watch, we post podcast, video cast of the show. One place you can go to is Facebook. We have a page there, the Weekly Business Hour. You can also go to YouTube. We have the Weekly Business Hour channel there. Past shows are there for your indulgence. We try to post a very complete synopsis so you can look at the topics that were discussed, the guests that came in, 
So you can pick and choose where you want to listen. But this is always done on Wednesday after the Monday show. So wait a couple days, go to Facebook, go to YouTube, and a multiple number of social media sites, and you too can find out more about the Weekly Business Hour. Well, as I mentioned at the start of the show, we're going to talk about, and I want to introduce our guest at the show today, and that is OneBestConsult.com. Now, you say, okay, what is this, an infomercial? Well, in a way, it's an infomercial, and I don't want to carry it too far, but I think it's important because my job or my mission here on the Weekly Business Hour is to provide you, our listener, the small business owner, with the best, most concise information I can through multiple sources, guests, my own thoughts, uh, my blog, and so on and so forth, so you can have an opportunity to improve your business. And so one of the ways I've done that, I've kind of extended that out, and I feel it's a next logical step. And we've developed a website. It's www.one, that's the number one, best consult, B-E-S-T-C-O-N-S-U-L-T dot com. That site is there for you as a small business owner or someone who's thinking about going into business to access all kinds of information about small business. And I mean that. It really covers the waterfront. You can find the podcast. You can connect on a link to today's show. You can go find video casts that we produce on a weekly basis. You find our blog and also individual podcasts where we interview business leaders from this area and outside of this area to get the best thinking on subjects that we feel of interest to you as a small business person. So I encourage you, go to onebestconsult.com. The way you keep up with what we do, we have a newsletter. It comes out week uh, monthly. And it's somewhat of a table of contents or a place to look at what we've been talking about and connect directly with having, without having to sort through things on what our current topics are. We also give you an opportunity, again, to send in your questions. Send us your business issue. And in particular, if you're so moved, we have the opportunity for you to connect with myself and talk about your business. Receive some one-on-one viral mentoring advising. This is what I've done for the last... 10 plus years is work with small business owners on a face-to-face basis. And now we're extending it outside the area through the use of technology to work with people around the country. And in fact, around the world, one-on-one conducting what I call mentoring or advising sessions to help you work directly on what's important to your business. One of the things we talk about uh, is that the idea, and I wanted to introduce this to you, why it is important to know your business story. And this is an example of the kind of information that you'll find at the site. A lot of discussion today in the business world uh, about knowing your story. Well, every business has a story and every business owner should know their story. They should work on their story. They should improve their story. My best work is done when I'm driving from here to there in the car. And I start thinking about what my business story is. And you have a business story. And what I'm trying to do is encourage you. And again, this is the kind of information that you'll find. Like any story, beginning, middle, and end. So when you develop your story, something that you can tell in maybe a minute, two minutes at most, you have a beginning, you have a middle, and you end. If you're just starting your business, you've got a backdrop on that, where you came from, why you're doing the business. You've got a business story from day one, a story that you can add to literally every day, every month, every year you're in business. Now you say, why is it important that I develop a business story? Well, let me explain to you. I think it's important because prospective customers, prospective employees, prospective vendors, in particular, if you're looking for good customers, good employees, and good vendors, they want to know what your story is. They want to know what you're about, not just shake hands, talk to them, put something up on your webpage that says, we're the latest, greatest, best. They are interested in many, many cases to know what the true story is behind this. And if you can tell your story and take some time to to tell your story, you will find that it helps attract the best customers, the best employees, and the best vendors. And the second thing is important of using that story to develop your business's culture. Every business has a culture. That's an overused word, but gets to the heart of who you are, what you are, what you do. And your employees need to know what you are. You need to hire people who fit into what you are, what your culture is, and have this in the back of your mind. Too many times I've seen small businesses when I've mentored them where they just hire someone who has the best skill level or someone that has a pulse if they're anxious, 
make the wrong decisions. But it's important to build a culture in your business and then hire people that match up with your culture so they'll be a positive force in your culture. This is one of the secrets to build the best company you can for you and your family. And one of the other things that people often miss is it helps you to differentiate yourself with your competitors. Because if you have a culture, say, of great service, attentiveness to clients, and so on and so forth, a lot of people say that. But if you have the right culture and you've told the right story, gotten the right people on board, even the right vendors tell a story. Because prospective clients want to know who you're doing business with. All these things blended together make you different, potentially, than your competitor down the street, across town, across the state, even across the country or perhaps the world. So this is another good reason to build a great story. So my encouragement is, and again, these are the kind of tips that we offer, very short, very to the point. Build a great business story. Use that story to your advantage. And let's be frank, building that story is a lot of fun, if nothing else. So I encourage you, take the time, put your story together. You can write it down if you want, otherwise just memorable. But be sure you share that story with your customers, particularly prospective customers on your website. Great place, our story. You see that tab on a lot of websites, but make it personal, not just something somebody wrote for you or something. Make it personal and add to it. Update it from time to time. Potential employees go to websites. When you go to hire people, make sure they're aware that you have a story. And then vendors, and that's another thing. We need quality vendors. It's a place that folks always overlook when they're building a business and they look for the best price, maybe the best delivery, whatever, but share your story and make sure your vendors understand and buy into your story so they can support what your business is supposed to do for other people. Well, that's my example of a story and a tip that you can find on One Best Consult. Again, the number onebestconsult.com. We're going to take a short break and when we come back. We're going to we're going to call up the administrator who works in the office, Nancy Walker. She's done a great job. She's there 24-7 sorting things out for us. And we're going to talk about the website, how we built it, and what it's about. And then I'm going to share another tip with you. So, again, to give you a flavor of where a new place where you can go get small business owners information. Or if you're looking to start a business, find out some great information and background about being in business for yourself. So, ladies and gentlemen, please stay with us. And we'll be right back with you. Human resources play a huge role in today's business world and can be a real challenge for small businesses. Allegre is a premier option in small business HR solutions and needs. Allegre HR advisors provide help to small business owners by allowing them to focus on operational needs while providing solutions that address all areas of human resources. To find out more, contact Allegre HR Advisors today at 281-620-0713 or visit AllegreHR.com. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. This is Rick Schisler, a Silver Fox advisor and the founder of OneBestConsult.com. And you're listening to the Weekly Business Hour. And we're going to continue our discussion uh, in this segment about OneBestConsult.com. That's the number one, BestConsult.com. And I've asked Nancy Walker to join us for a few minutes this morning uh, because Nancy is the administrator. She's the one working in the office, uh, taking care of our website, along with uh, the folks at Springwoods Marketing and doing a great job and keeping it up and adding lots and lots of information on a daily basis. Nancy, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Fine. 
uh, need to turn that down a little bit. You're a little loud there this morning, but that's good. We got a lot of enthusiasm, a beautiful day. Let's talk a little bit about the website. It's fairly new, just went up uh, in January. Uh, what kind of content are you looking for in general uh, to put up on the website? The main kind of content we're looking for is information for small businesses. And that kind of information, I think I've, I've mentioned in my introduction today, ladies and gentlemen, that comes from blog. We have a, a weekly blog, at least once a week we blog. We have a podcast, uh, which include interviews with other business people providing certain expertise. We have a video cast that we produce locally and post. We also have content from this show. Uh, when folks contact us, we actually pose their, put up their question and my response. A lot of good information. Let me ask you, Nancy, if, if share with us some examples of the various types of program this site offers. Well, like you mentioned, we have video casts, we have podcasts, we have blogs. There's a lot of information available. Well, you know, the video cast, and people may not realize, we have a studio in our office where we shoot currently just one video cast a, a week. We're probably going to increase that in the near future based on demand. You're actually the individual who films and produces that video cast, correct? Yes, sir, I am. Well, you know, you're you're a lady with many, many talents, and I appreciate that. Uh, the video cast uh, for you listening to the show are typically around five, six minutes long. Again, we seek to make our content a quick hit gives you, when you just have a moment, uh, opportunity uh, to listen to a little bit of information. The title of it, the content is posted so you know what you're going to getting into. And hopefully with that quick hit, as I call it, five minutes here, a blog that takes three or four minutes to read through, uh, a quick podcast, depending on maybe 10 minutes. Uh, these are meant to be tips that you can use in your business. How often do you post content, content currently? I mentioned the video cast is once a week. What about the blog and the other content? At least weekly. Okay. And you've been able to, I guess, have we had enough content recently to keep you busy? Yes, you have, actually. <laughs> well, anytime, very you, busy. <laughs> anytime you start up a business, business, there's always lots to do. Now, I mentioned briefly earlier in the show that we have a monthly newsletter. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, our monthly newsletter we like to think of is a table of contents, if you say, for um, a lot of our recent postings that we've made. So it's almost like a TV guide, in a sense, for all yeah. the things that are going on on the site. And I th the reason we do that, ladies and gentlemen, is that if you, sometimes it's hard when you have a lot of information. It's like going into a library. Where do you go first? Of course, they have the Dewey Decimal System or some other system of filing books. In this case, we want to give those that are absolutely in a hurry, got a lot on their plate. That's typical small business give them the opportunity to look at the newsletter and just click through to the contents that's there. Let me ask you, uh, are mentoring or advising services, advisory services available through the website? Yes, they are. And we also specialize in remote monitoring. You know, that's something I mentioned earlier, and I know we're being a little repetitive on this stuff, but I want folks to know that we actually are offering mentoring and advisory services remotely so that if you're listening to this uh, live or a podcast, uh, say in Kansas or in Oregon or New York, you can reach out to us and we can connect with you on a regular basis or a one-time basis virally. So I think that's a great thing. Nancy coordinates those services currently, and it's proven to be a way for us to broaden uh, the offering of our resources to small businesses in a much, much broader area than we previously served. Well, let me ask you one final question. Uh, what does the future hold for the website? We're hoping to build a community of small business owners. Well, and I think that's important at uh, building that community where people actually will interchange and connect. When I was a small business owner and had multiple businesses, it, I found myself from time to time wanting to reach out to somebody to ask a question. And of course, I didn't want to go to my competitors in that industry. Over time, though, I've built up a, a Rolodex, if you will, or a, a dress book full of people who I'd met along the way that I could reach out to and ask a question about my business, realizing that it would be kept confidential. And we're hoping that our community will give people a chance to meet people in other places, people they would become friends with, if you will, over the internet, and then feel comfortable in even reaching directly to them. Well, Nancy, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to join us. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a small break. and we come back, I'm going to offer you another sample tip I'm going to talk about a little bit about technology and business communication. So please stay with us. We'll be right back with you. 
Human resources play a huge role in today's business world and can be a real challenge for small businesses. Allegre is a premier option in small business HR solutions and needs. Allegre HR advisors provide help to small business owners by allowing them to focus on operational needs while providing solutions that address all areas of human resources. To find out more, contact Allegre HR advisors today at 281-620-0713 or visit AllegreHR.com. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the message line at 936 936- to take your first step into the radio world. You're listening to the Weekly Business Hour, and this is Rick Schisler, your host. We've been talking a little bit about our new website, one, that's the number one, bestconsult.com. Offered you a tip earlier. I had Nancy Walker, our administrator, join us talk about the website directly. All this is meant to, of course, encourage you to take a little bit of time and go to www.onebestconsult.com. I want to offer you another little sample of the kind of thing you can pick up there. Uh, just kind of a summary, a tip. In the last uh, 30, 45 days, I've been doing a lot of talking, writing about technology, small business, and communications. And, uh, Let me offer you this uh, quick tip. Uh, Hopefully it'll help you and also encourage you to visit our website. The reality is we're all in the communications business. You may be in the dry cleaning business. You may be in the dress business. You may be a a gas station. You may be a large manufacturing company. It doesn't matter, but communications really is an overlay or at the heart, depending on how you want to look at it, of the success of any kind of business. Your ability as a business owner, as a business to communicate with your employees if you have them, with your vendors, and most importantly, with your customers and prospective customers is probably the most key ingredient to success in your business. So taking that we're all in the communications business, obviously it's important that we make sure our communication systems are functioning at their highest and best level. This doesn't matter whether you have a rotary telephone or you have the latest in VOIP VoIP telephone technology where your phone can literally follow you wherever you go and you can answer on your cell phone directly so that a a caller doesn't even know that you're where you are at your desk at a restaurant or on the factory floor. All kinds of technology are out there and they need to be the best that you can afford and the best for your business. And those two may not exactly be on the same page. So keep that in mind. Externally, communications, websites, advertising, marketing, Uh, communications from people who call in with a question, customer service, all kinds of communications are flowing all day long. And I think this is one of the reasons, if not the number one reason that we get a little bit confused, that we don't pay enough attention to our communication systems and making sure they're functioning at the highest level. You know, it's easy to turn to the people that are using the systems, the employee, the customer, the vendor, and, and blame them if something doesn't work. But sometimes it's our system itself, either the equipment, the software, or the process that we developed in order to use the equipment. Customer service is one of the best examples in the world, is our customer service process, whatever that is. If it means they call you because you are a sole proprietor and you do everything, what process do you have in mind? How do you handle that call? What do you do with that call? This is part of your communication system. My encouragement to you is take steps to make sure your employees, your customers, prospective customers, and vendors know how to use and do use the best of your communication systems. You got a website, for an example, and you want to attract prospective customers and clients. It needs to be easy to access, to use, for them to find out about your business. And if you're in the e-commerce business, 
lo and behold, it's got to be an easy process. How many times have you, if you've done any purchasing on the internet, gone to a site and get frustrated because you just can't even get through the checkout process with a lot of hassle? I don't find that this is brain surgery. It's easy to understand. You just have to get the right resources, the right technology, and get it in place, and then be sure you communicate it with the folks who that are going to be using it and check on it from time to time to make sure it's working. My advice, don't assume anything. Be proactive on a daily basis. Because remember, communications is the key to success in our business. If we don't communicate well, we lose out. If we communicate well and maximize the use of our communication system assets, that's technology, equipment, software, and the process to use it, then we have a much, much better chance to succeed. And finally, I think it's important that you stay up with changes that come along the pike. Don't do this on a daily or weekly basis, but from time to time, take a look at what's going on in your industry. One of the reasons to attend industry meetings or to take industry publications. My advice to you on technology is try to stay near the edge of technology, just not over the edge. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Again, this was a sample tip, the kind of information we try to provide in a short, sweet version on onebestconsult.com. Well, we're going to take our bottom of the hour break, and we come back. I've got a really special guest in the studio today, Bob Bramberg, who's an expert on cyber technology, cyber threats, is going to join us. And we're going to talk about passwords and some other things that you need to know about in order to protect yourself and your business. So please stay with us and we'll be right back with you. Human resources play a huge role in today's business world and can be a real challenge for small businesses. Allegre is a premier option in small business HR solutions and needs. Allegre HR Advisors provide help to small business owners by allowing them to focus on operational needs while providing solutions that address all areas of human resources. To find out more, contact Allegre HR Advisors today at 281-620-0713 or visit AllegreHR.com. Hey, Montgomery County, it's me, C.C. Holmes, and I would personally like to take this time to invite you, that's right, you, to join me every Saturday and Sunday from 3 until 7 p.m., where I will bring you the very best, the very best of smooth jazz, classic jazz, and indeed, yes, the soulful sounds of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. So come along and get jazzy with me. That's right, jazzy. <laughs> right here, of course, on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM or worldwide at IRLongstar.com. This is Rick Schisler, your Silver Fox advisor and founder of OneBestConsult.com, welcoming you back to the Weekly Business Hour. And we're here in the expert corner in this part of the show. We've got, as I mentioned before the break, Mr. Bob Bamberg. Bob is an author, speaker, personal cybersecurity instructor, and currently the chief technology officer at Lone Star Network Communications. Bob, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to be here. Well, I'll tell you, cybersecurity is a huge topic out there. Unfortunately, in my research... And uh, Microsoft uh, even provided me some information recently in their annual study. Small business people are, number one, it's their biggest concern. But number two, they're not doing a whole lot about it. And I'm sure that's the same thing for people, our individual computer systems and so on and so forth. So let's talk about passwords because that's, is that the simplest thing we can do is to have a decent password to protect ourselves? Well, one password is not the simplest thing that we can do. We could actually have different passwords for each website because of the breaches such as Equifax and Yahoo. All the passwords that people individually have, if they use the same password for each website, if that gets breached and that gets published out on the dark web, then their banking password, their banking account could be um, exposed. All kinds of other 
websites that they might access could be exposed. So really the simplest thing that they can do is have a different password for each website. Now I realize that that scares the crud out of everybody. So what I really recommend is getting a password keeper. There's two or three of them out there that are really good. Uh, one password is a good one. LastPass is a good one. Uh, Dashlane is a good one. Uh, you can use those password keepers to keep up with your passwords. And by using a different password for each website, all you need is the one master password for your password keeper. And that alleviates most people's fears. Well, and, and I want to make sure folks understand, because sometimes when I talk to my clients or even individuals about passwords, they kind of glaze over. Oh, kind of they, they're not They're not getting it or they're not hearing it. And the idea is you have a password if you have a bank account online or if you have other websites where you purchase things. The idea is a bank account is a website. So that's what I hear you saying. So you need a password for your bank account. Usually banks are pretty aggressive, though, about wanting you to have a, a password and some kind of different configuration and so on and so forth. But the idea is if somebody steals, for an example, my Equifax information and I'm only using a limited or one password, then theoretically they have a key to get into any of my business that's been done online. That's correct. That would be the problem. Now, password keeper, explain to us though, what is that? Is that a device or is that a piece of software? What does that look like, if you will? A password keeper is a piece of software. And most of the, of the password keepers I described or mentioned earlier actually have cloud access. There's encryption so that the password keeper programs, uh, the vendors that supply those, can't get into your password keeper. They can't see your passwords. So therefore, they're secure. But the cloud software allows those passwords to be um, supplied to your electronic devices, whether it be your PC, your laptop, uh, your iPad, your phone, you can have those password keepers and they would synchronize wirelessly. But then uh, the other thing with the password keeper is that, I'm sorry, all of a sudden I thought well, let me ask you this, because yeah. uh, this is interesting to me. When you, password keeper, okay, uh, the first step is, or the description, it's it's on online. Mm-hmm. So I have a specific password to access my account at the password keeper. Now, how do I, so now I want to go check my bank account. Right. How does that functionally work step by step? The way that works is those password keepers also provide a plug-in into your website browsers, whether it be your Internet Explorer or your Safari, uh, Netscape, uh, Chrome, all of them have um, plugins. So therefore, you would access the website that you wanted to access. Then you would click on a little link at the top of your browser, and it would supply your ID and your password to allow you to sign into it. That way, you don't have to remember all those passwords, and you wouldn't even have to type them. So if the passwords were long and complex, you wouldn't have to remember and type that whole password out. So it's kind of interesting. I really don't go through any more steps because I, instead of typing in my password, I just click on the link from the password keeper while I'm at my banking site, and then I can gain access to it. That's correct. Actually, there's less steps to go through that. In fact, if you have the password keeper set up, you could click on the, the icon for the password keeper, put in what you're looking for, say the website or your email it would take you to that website and fill it out for you. So one quick step. That is just amazing. So the idea, ladies and gentlemen, and I hope you picked up on that, is you don't have to remember all these passwords. Bob suggested, and I 100% agree with him, based on my limited experience, having a different password for all these important websites where you have financial information or important is not as hard as it sounds because you basically only have one password. Correct. And that makes a lot of sense to me. Well, let me ask you, you know, cyber thieves are out there in this information and people, I think they understand when someone steals their social security and their phone number and their address, and they can go to a bank and get a loan. We heard a lot about that for some time now. Teach us, if you can, kind of a simple, quick story, uh, hypothetical or whatever, about how someone would use my uh, cyber information to access and harm me, uh, if you will. In today's environment, the biggest risk is what they call phishing, where somebody sends um, a group or, or an email to a thousand people, hundreds of thousands of people, 
just hoping somebody would click on a link in that email and log into a bogus website using their maybe their email ID and their email password. If the crooks get that email ID and password, they can use that information to monitor your email, to see who you've been communicating with, whether it be a bank, whether it be your customers. We're talking about a business group here. So maybe they see you're talking to your customers and they can craft fake emails to make it look like it came from your bank or your customers and send it to someone and uh, actually get information from them. Maybe actually get their uh, their account IDs. Maybe they get uh, someone to wire money elect- electronically out of the country. Just social engineering, they can come up with all kinds of ideas to get people to do things. You know, and, and people need to hear this too. I mean, this is amazing. Uh, this is similar in my mind to what's going on in Washington with the Russian investigation. They go back and look at everybody's emails. Well, what you've done is by not paying attention and correctly managing your passwords, you've allowed someone, a total stranger, maybe somebody in a different country, to look at your emails and see where they might connect with your bank or with this or that, anything that they might gain some financial benefit out of. I assume that's the major goal. And then they can go to work and you never know it. Exactly. In the old days, people were sending out viruses and things to try to hack into someone's computer. Today, we're not trying, they're not trying that. Money's behind it today. There's a lot of money behind it. And they're using the expertise that they can get. And a lot of times it's in other countries that are using the expertise to try to access someone's accounts, whether it be their email accounts, their banking accounts, their credit card accounts, you name it. They're trying to access those accounts to steal money. That's the primary cause these days. You know, it's just really interesting. Someone really steals your identity is what it's mm-hmm. all. It's still about your bank information, your social security card, your, your social, your driver's license, whatever. But in the case of this email, I love this. They take the time, construct an email that looks official mm-hmm. from somewhere, some institution, send it to someone you know that may be in a business transaction with you, and then seek either, as you say, account information or direct transfer of money to them, and those people think it's from you. Correct. And they're willing to do it. Maybe from you, or they might even, it might even be from someone that you communicate with, and they're looking at your email to get uh, the format of someone else's email that they can then spoof or uh, send to a client and access their information or trick them into doing something they shouldn't be doing. And again, folks, this is taking place and you're not aware of it. Once they hack your email, then they can go around in the background pretending they're you and make connections. And you can see the downside to you as an individual or a business. I mean, it can it can really harm your reputation, if nothing else, business relationships, personal relationships, uh, in a sense. And you've got to be really smart. And it all starts with that password, right, Bob? Yes, it does. That's the key to everything. Well, I've got to ask you a quick question. Several years ago, uh, there was a situation, I'm just asking for an update, where uh, people would drive around with some kind of device and they were able to hack wirelessly your computer. And I remember a case in Chicago where a guy was working out of his home in business, small business, and some guys drove by, so to speak, and hacked his contact information. He had just made a business loan just by chance, and they sucked that money out Right. of that. And he didn't get his loan and the bank wanted him to repay the loan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know ultimately in the courts what happened, but is that still going on as well? It still goes on. If you've got weak Wi-Fi passwords or weak Wi-Fi or an open Wi-Fi connection. However, in the old days, when they sold your routers, they sold them without passwords built into them. Today, nobody sells a router without a wireless password. And those passwords are usually very complex. Now, if someone has access to the router, usually that default password is written right on the side of the router. So if they can actually get physical access to the device, there's a good possibility they could write it down and still get into your network and look up information. So it still all comes back to passwords, doesn't it, one way or another? Sure does. Well, as we wind down our segment here, what general piece of advice would you give people besides maybe what we've talked about today? as far as protecting their passwords or protecting 
their assets that are online. Uh, the other thing I would talk about would be the password itself. Make sure it's long. You don't want something that's only five, ten, five to ten characters. In today's environment, computers can crack those devices real or those passwords really quick. So we recommend uh, at least a five or six word random password. In other words, the words don't really associate with each other. So if you can come up with a long password, it takes a lot longer for computers to crack into that. Right, and be sure you're hurting correctly. It's not five or six characters. That's five or six words. Correct. And I see people now today, in fact, I saw a show the other night, and it was kind of a comedy thing where the guy designed that as a as a short phrase that he could remember, and it was kind of a funny phrase. Don't remember what it was, and they laughed at it, but said, yeah, that would work. As long as it's not a common phrase. Right. Now, if it's a common phrase, somebody could still figure it out. And the one thing is I want to leave people with, is, and, and this is a great place to talk about it, is these thieves have computer systems themselves that will take your password possibilities, if you will, and they'll run them through programs at a very high speed and try to figure out what your password is. That's true. And they, that, that's something people, I think, miss, the fact that's another th angle or another threat. Depending on your visibility, if you've got a high visibility, sure, they're going to try to crack into your passwords. Uh, folks that have lower visibility, yeah, they might not be as exposed, but still, I wouldn't run the risk. Well, Bob, I can't thank you enough for stopping by in the Expert Corner today, and I hope you'll come back and join us because I know there are a lot of other issues involved with cybersecurity, and you're definitely an expert with 30-plus years of experience. You've seen a lot. You've helped a lot of folks. So, again, thank you for helping us today. If folks want to reach out to you and talk to you about their issue or something you talked about today, what's the best way for them to do it? They can go to my website at uh, lsnetcom.com which is a short one, or it's LoneStarNetworkCommunications.com. They can see my business website there or my personal website, which I'm using to promote my speaking engagements, would be just BobBamberg.com. And, you know, that's another thing, Bob. You reminded me that you're an author, you're writing some books, but you're also a speaker and can speak to groups about security. And I think that's one of the best things we can do to help each other is get the word out. So, Ladies and gentlemen, I encourage you, if you're listening today and you're here in the Montgomery County or greater Houston area, reach out to Bob. He wants to share what he knows, and it sure can make a difference in your life, the life of your business. Well, we're going to take our short break, our final break of the day, and when we come back, I'm going to offer you my tip of the week, hiring. Oh, no, I've got to hire someone. So please stay with us. We'll be right back with you. Human resources play a huge role in today's business world and can be a real challenge for small businesses. Allegre is a premier option in small business HR solutions and needs. Allegre HR advisors provide help to small business owners by allowing them to focus on operational needs while providing solutions that address all areas of human resources. To find out more, contact Allegre HR advisors today at 281-620-0713 or visit AllegreHR.com. Relax with a cup of joe or your favorite drink for the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce Chamber Chat. The show airs on the first Tuesday of the month at 11 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio. Join hosts Courtney Galley and Brian Bondi as they chat about the Chamber's events and programs for the month and invite chamber members into the studio to talk about their upcoming events and businesses. Learn about your chamber with Chamber Chat every first Tuesday at 11 a.m. You're listening to the Weekly Business Hour, and this is Rick Schisler, a Silver Fox advisor and the founder of OneBestConsult.com. Well, this is our final segment for the day. And before I get started on my tip of the week, I want to uh, mention to you that if you're listening to this show and you're a, a business located here in the greater Montgomery County area, I'd love to have you as a sponsor. It's real easy to sponsor our show. It's very, very cost effective, good value for those in business. All you have to do is send me an email, rick, R-I-C-K, at IRLoneStar.com, and I'll shoot you some information back and show you how easy it is to be part of our sponsors network. Well, the tip of the week, uh, this is where I bring you some information 
hopefully that you can use literally possibly today in your business. And it's very important. I'm beginning a series of writing and speaking about human resources. Uh, the key uh, component of any business is the folks that work with us uh, as we develop and grow our business it becomes more and more important. Hiring the right people, putting them in the right job, uh, helping them to become very proficient in their job. These are some of the most important things you will do as a business owner, in my opinion, and you need to develop the skill necessary to do it. So my tip of the week, uh, I wrote a blog uh, last week entitled, Oh No, I Have to Hire. And that was really aimed at the first hire. Uh, those in small business, myself included, uh, if you've hired the first hire, you, you should remember it. Uh, it's one of those events in lives where you go to say, okay, I've started this business. It's my baby. And I'm going to share it with someone, whether it be part-time or full-time. A lot of times our first hire part-time and as the business hopefully grows, we hire someone full-time. The same ideas, issues, and rules uh, control part-time or full-time. But the process of hiring people really shouldn't concern or be a big, big issue with you, or as I like to send, should not send the owner of the business into a cold sweat. It's like any other aspect of our business. Hiring is something you can develop a process around. And it's something that I encourage people to develop a process around because typically in small business, when you first start, until you get to five, 10 or more employees, your hiring tends to come in uh, not every day, not every week. It's not every month sometimes, depending on your growth pattern and your ability to hire the right people where you don't have much turnover. And the idea of putting the process down on paper and filing it away, either on your computer or in a paper file, and being able to pull it out and take a few minutes and study it, walk back through it, refresh your memory, fill out the documentation that you need to hire. Very important. And I learned this early on because you're just a process that I wasn't using when I started my first business, and I would forget exactly some of the detail, some of the information, uh, some of the expertise I'd gained from other people. So first thing is I encourage you to Write up the process. You can adjust it. You'll change it. Experience will be your best guide here. Also, if you seek outside advice, like from our sponsor, AllegraHR.com, uh, they will help you put a process together and have it, though, in order to refresh your memory. And even when you grow and you have people who are involved in the process within the company, have a written process so that if you don't have a full-time HR person, and other people are participating on an irregular basis, let them have in their possession a copy of the process where they can make their notes and have their documents so that when they're asked to come to the table and participate in this all-important job of hiring someone, that they're up to speed where they need to be so the process works for you again. A couple of things I mentioned in my blog is if you have not developed a hiring process yet, you can always get information, one, off the internet, all kinds of information out there. Of course, it's free and it's worth what you pay for it in many cases. So be careful. There is good information out there. I've searched uh, for HR for hiring on the internet and there are some resources out there where you can get a background. You can buy a book. A lot of wonderful books have been written over the years. There are webinars available, classes at local colleges, universities, business groups, chamber of commerce offer classes to get you up to speed. Again, be willing to invest some time to make this happen. And then, of course, you have consultants. And with the advent of the Internet, you have people like AllegraHR.com. They're able to deliver these services at a very cost-effective rate. Uh, and I think that's an important resource that I encourage people, maybe after you've read the book or gone to a webinar, hire someone like this to come in and help you put that blueprint together, the blueprint for your business. So once you've done that and you've got that all done, then I think it's uh, important that collect those resources, put them together, build that blueprint, right? And so I think that's important. I think the next step is let's try it out. Let's get into the, the hiring process. And remember that the hiring process is more than just interviewing people. And to give you a quick example that uh, Lisa McElroy with Allegra offered us last week in the expert corner. I mean, the job candidate, the job description, excuse me, is the beginning. You need to be able to write up, you need to write up and a job description that fits your job. It doesn't have to be lengthy. It needs to be a page, maybe a half a page, 
whatever fits the job that you have. And again, you can use some of these resources we talked about earlier to develop that. But this gives everybody involved, particularly the job candidate, an idea of what your job is. So it's an important step. And the idea that you send that out to people and make them aware of your job. Lots of resources out there that you can connect with today. Uh, Monster.com that give us small business guys an opportunity to really advertise our job out there. So the hiring of the person is very important. The questions you ask, you should have these pre-prepared. Lots of resources to get questions. Make them fit your business, though. And the actual conduct of the interview and whatnot, I'll talk about later. But for right now, I want to leave you with just really two thoughts. One, build the process. But before you do that, get some education and make sure you use the right resources that work best for your business. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you've enjoyed the show. I want to thank our guest, Bob Bamberg, for stopping in and talking about password protection and cybersecurity threats, important topic. And remember again that you too can sponsor the Weekly Business Hour. All you need to do is contact me at rick at IRLoneStar.com for details. And don't forget, a podcast of today's show will be available at YouTube, our Facebook page, and throughout the web on social media websites. So please take a look if you missed part of the show or have got a question about something you see. And finally, I want to thank you for joining us. And remember to stay in touch with what's happening in Montgomery County right here on Lone Star Community Radio. And until next week, stay engaged and keep your focus on what counts in your business. Thanks. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network, either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV in Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course, their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.